Tonight on the podcast, we are talking to Drew McCarthy. You might know him from his time on The Freak Show on 104.5 WSNX, or currently he is on ESPN 961 as one half of Big Drew and Jim. He's the Big Drew part. So he and I uh, chop it up a little bit to see what he is doing during the pandemic, and then we spend a lot of time talking about comic books because uh, I can tell you, as I've been in my house for five weeks, I've been reading and buying a lot of comic books. Uh, So it's sort of been on my mind, and I wanted to kind of... Pick a guy's brain who does a lot of work in that space. So without further ado, let's talk comic books on this episode of the Incredible Hulk podcast. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. The Incredible Hulk. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Hear the music. How are you, pal? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing okay, doing okay. Just getting all set up here. I love the shirt, dude. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, apparently Apollo 13 crashed back down tomorrow. So, you know. I wonder if it'll still do that because it feels like we're in some sort of weird time warp where that could actually happen tomorrow. Some kind of darkest timeline. Yeah, it's I, I very much so have thought about going to like just a, a, a goatee or a mustache to like mimic this dark timeline. I'm now. In, so. <laughs> I don't know. The alternate universe drew. Yeah, I'm going to pick this thing up and move it, though. This is oh, going to annoy me if I don't. There we go. Yeah, you're totally fine, man. So how are you, man? I'm good, dude. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, it's um, I think when you start something, and I don't know how you think about this, um, but we'll get to that, right? Uh, I think when you start something like this, it's kind of, well, this is this is interesting. This is weird, and then then you're thinking you're taking it a week by a time at a time, and then you're you're down to like a couple days. At a, what are we doing the next couple days? And then it's like a day at a time, and now it's fifteen. My life is fifteen minute increments in between. Yep. You know whatever needs to get done at that moment. If it's whatever, making food, becoming a homeschool teacher, keeping my job, being a husband, you know all that stuff. Oh man, it it is very much so. Like I am, I am Vin Diesel, Paul Walkering my way through the day, just you know a quarter <laughs> hour at a time. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, so what goodness. is so you know you, you and I have had a few text conversations, but we really haven't actually spoken since this all happened. What is what's it like doing radio on a sports station when there's no sports? What what is that like? It is incredibly interesting and like it plays it plays into my worst tendencies as a radio show host. <laughs> like all the stuff you spent years beating out of me, this pandemic has been like, no man, do that stuff. Do Those all of it. Do all things. that stuff. It has been um, it has been a return to my roots where it's like back in the freak show days, it was like nothing was too crazy, you know, and now it's like, no, no, no. What, what's your crazy idea? Because like we might use it. Who knows? Um, like the other day, I literally said, uh, I'll give you a magic wand and you can fix anything in sports. And when we come back to normal, it's fixed the way you want it. What are you going to do? It's very funny. So, yeah, it's been kind of um kind of wild west like we we just kind of pick what we feel is the most interesting thing to talk about and it's definitely changed the way we plan a show in what in what way 
so normally when we're sitting around and, and it's Jim and I, uh, you know, sometimes Fonger's in the room and we're just throwing stuff back and forth, we'll say, you know what, that's a good idea. And I bet callers will carry the topic. And it has definitely been the case that callers aren't there like they were. Like nobody's, you know, sitting at their desk at work. They're, if they are working, it's in a different situation than normal and they might forget to turn you on. Or Which, We're getting a lot more social media, but it's, it's different. Yeah. Which was going to be kind of my follow-up question, right? Because you're seeing, I'm doing all these podcasts, uh, you, you know, and, and you're, you're still seeing that while I, I'm just doing it, honestly, to kind of hang out with my friends for 15 or 20 minutes at a, at a stretch. Right. But yeah. you're, you're seeing lower consumption in podcasting because people aren't driving. And I was wondering, as you just answered, it's probably the same because most people don't have a radio in their house and they might not be where the elect working where the Alexa is. So like in the, in where, I mean, where I'm doing this call from, there is no Alexa here in, I mean, I guess yeah. I could use my phone, but if I'm using my phone, it's usually being used for something else. So to that end, I would probably interact with you more on social than I would actually with the, the thing you're actually making. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's been weird, but it's definitely like, it almost does feel like we're doing live podcasting for people and getting sure. to interact on social media. So it's very much so we're planning a show where like, we don't worry so much about like, Oh, we're going to get calls on this topic. It's like, okay, can you and I talk about this for 10 minutes? And it's interesting. And it's, it's definitely led us down some roads that we normally wouldn't have gone down, but it's been fun. Is there anything about it that hasn't been that hasn't been fun, like the creation that hasn't been fun, you know, because because um, I, I, I wonder I'm sort of I'm I'm interviewing you at a moment where today sort of felt like, honestly, a fucking grind. And, you know, I, I want to be out of this house so fucking bad right now that yeah. um, I look at people that are able to go do their thing <laughs> and I'm like, please, please tell me what that's like going to a place. I, What's what is going to a place like, Drew? Tell me that. I, Oh, Eric, going places. It's magical. <laughs> oh, the places I go, Eric. Um, no, I honestly, it's 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 almost more weird that I just go to and from work. Like, I love downtown Grand Rapids, right? But everything's closed. Right. You know, so I can't, like, go to the market and grab snacks and hang out and talk to people. So it's eerie. It's eerie going places, honestly. Uh, but getting to do the show, the things that aren't fun are, um, I mean, if I'm being honest, man, it's, it's definitely the, like, you know, yesterday was a, today was a grind for you yesterday, man. You know, you follow me on Twitter yesterday was a tipping point for me. I don't normally go very political on Twitter. Yeah. I, I try and just not because, not because I'm afraid of it, but because it's just not worth the headache. I'm not changing anyone's minds. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and in some cases, even, and I obviously know where you're going with this, right? But even if you're on the right side of this, you're just adding to the noise, right? Exactly, exactly. And that was, so yesterday that was a tipping point for me. And I just was tweeting and, you know, for a minute there it was cathartic. And then afterwards I was like, now I have to go talk about this on the radio because people want a boat and they want to golf. And, and I have to try and understand where these people are coming from. And I just don't. Like, so you don't, and and I've obviously, I hear, I hear you. So, but here's my question. You don't understand why they want to get out or you don't understand why they just want to do it in such a sort of insane way. 
The insane way. Okay. The insane way, sir. Um, I'll take the last <laughs> for $1,000. The insane way, sir, um, is really – that's where I have the problem. That's where the problem is. Listen, I, I and it's funny because like the, the positive – to take a positive out of this because you and I are both big on there are positives to every negative in social media. Like there is a good to take out of it. Yeah. And for, for every like harassing stupid tweet I got back, there was a gentleman I had a really like intelligent back and forth with and he owns a lawn care company and he said, you know what? I understand why people are angry. And he said, but I'm not out there today because they're not representing me right now. I'm not that guy. I'm not waving a gun and a Confederate flag. I would just like to be able to go to work, please. And I said, man, I feel bad that a few bad apples are ruining the bunch because I understand the people who are struggling and who are, who are upset that they can't work. But I don't understand the people who are like, I'm angry and struggling so now i'm gonna go out and have a protest party in the middle of lansing right right yeah and i I mean look um we've had a a fair amount of these conversations um in this house and in in you know text or whatever and there is no to me this is the most interesting part about this there is no win to this right because you've got the the thing i've been saying is that these are two trains on the same track traveling at the same velocity and one of them gets to blink it's the economy or the virus right um and you you know i can see on both sides what we're trying to do and what we're going up against and i've said this before you know if if this pushes into june for the state we'll just use what we know for the state of michigan it's gonna be a long time a long time till we write that ship yeah yeah, it is. It's and it's a scary thing to think about, man. I mean, you know, we're both we're both dads. Like that's well, that's I mean, a thing that you know. I, of all the things to worry about right now, uh, my kids think it's just a chance to get really great at Animal Crossing. So I have no concerns of like what they're doing. Like they're the least of my concerns right now. Man, I just like they're like, I, how fast I, can you? How fast can you get terraforming on Animal Crossings? I can beat you. I had to have the conversation with Isaac because uh, unfortunately. His last day of school before all this kicked in, my dad picked him up from school. And my dad is not the person I want explaining coronavirus to a 12-year-old. <laughs> so that was that was fun, trying to say, you know, please forget everything Grandpa told you. Like, Grandpa can teach you about football, and Grandpa can teach you about a lot of things. But Grandpa, who thought healthy eating after his heart attack meant a McChicken without the bun. I mean... If you're going to if, if you're doing yeah. it, I mean, you might yeah. as well, you know, got to commit, got to really. Yes. Commit, you know? Yes. So how I mean, what uh, what else are you what else are you guys doing? Right. So you, you guys got engaged shortly before all of this happened. Are you still engaged? We are still engaged. Okay. We, are, we are still engaged. Terrific. Um, we are, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been um, it's been very much so because it's like, been touch and go here. I just want to let you know. I'm <laughs> When she started her TikTok channel, Eric, there were discussions. <laughs> there were discussions. Um, we, we just went through uh, the Disney family sing-along tonight. Uh, I tweeted out, Amy went through four wardrobe changes. So awesome. we're staying entertained. That's, we're staying entertained. That is terrific. How are you, uh, uh, what do you, how are you navigating? Because um, the, the other thing that people might not know if they only know you from ESPN is uh, the you know, Court of Nerds and your, your comic love affair and, and we obviously haven't really had much in the last I mean there's been a couple here or there in the last three or four weeks but not a lot um no. what you know what are you doing to kind of keep busy 
as far as comics go? Um, like, what are you going? Because like, it's been fun to see people see what they go back to. Yeah. So I, I've, um, I'm waiting to start this one, but I've seen a lot of people go back and they're reorganizing their collection. Right. Nice. So I, I've seen people with massive collections. They're like, you know what? I'm going to switch. I'm going to go long box to short box. And then they're like, yeah, I can fit it in a smaller closet. It's stacked three times higher. But sure. Yeah. It's, it's really just a visual thing. But um, I've been going back and just rereading everything I can get my hands on digitally for free. Yep. Because even if you just have Amazon Prime, the Prime reading stuff is great. Like Kingdom Come is on there. Kingdom Come is an amazing book. Yeah. Like no, that's it, way it, at its <laughs> best. That's been one of the most interesting, and I, I was having this conversation with um, Angie the other day. We were talking about um, a couple days back, I did like a sort of pirate radio mixtape podcast thing, and she's like, is that legal? I'm like, you know what? I'm not real sure, but it feels like copyright is a thing we don't talk about right now. So like, I wouldn't do yeah. this. I won't do this in September, but it feels like right now, everything is free. HBO is free. WrestleMania is free. Comic books are free. Oh. Movies are falling out of the sky. Like Everything is free. So It's great. It's a utopian it's society great. where no one gets paid and we get to see all the stuff. Listen, I can read the boys and then watch the boys. Like yes. it's great. Yes, you can. And no one gets paid. No people make no any money. Paid. Yeah. No one gets any money. <laughs> oh man. No, we're um Amy has a new hobby. She took up uh the, the diamond painting. It's like super complicated paint by numbers. What is what is it? Hang on, do you, I can give you a visual. Hang yeah, on. please She's do. I mean, it right this now. won't work on the podcast, so I'll do my best to describe what he's going to show yeah, us. Yeah, no, but, but I, I feel like if I show you, maybe you can you can give people like the visual that I can't. So this is this is this is, is this going to be more or less shocking when I found out the Witcher likes to paint World of Warcraft figurines? I don't know. Okay, so this is this is what Amy's doing right now. So these are all like little tiny. Oh God. Okay. So what I'm looking at right now is like, if you can think about yeah. a paint by number, if you were just going to pick up tiny little jewels and bedazzle the paint by numbers, that's what she's doing. Yeah. She is bedazzling the shit out of this. That so is if, basically if what's a, happening. If affliction did paint by numbers for Disney characters, <laughs> that that's is what, not far off. That is what I'm looking at right no, now. No, sweetie, you don't want to know what he said. He's a mean man. If John from John and Kate plus eight put out a line of <laughs> Disney of Disney, if he needed someone to decorate his jeans, this is what he would use. This is how he would do it. He would this have is, Jack what he would from do. the Nightmare Before Christmas on his jeans yep. to go with the yeah, tiger on his shirt. Oh my god, it'd be glorious. So the other day, uh, I thought about you the other day because I was um, uh, I saw the the Fortnite leak that I tagged you in that they're they're bringing cable to the game tomorrow. So I oh. so last night I read all thirty five issues of Uncanny X Force. <laughs> Yes! Yes! Angie's like, what What game are you playing? I'm like, not playing a game. Just reading about terrible superheroes doing terrible things that the X-Men wouldn't do. That's what I'm doing. Just, you know, doing that. Yep. It's oh, they man. just killed a toddler. That was pretty crazy. So, okay, let's keep going. <laughs> That's like my, uh, I do, I, I did set out, I started right at the beginning of the pandemic. I went back and reread Mr. Miracle to see if I could understand what it's supposed to be about. Nice. And I, I think I finally get it. So, so how many, like, that. you know, for... For your consumption, right? I'm I'm a pretty casual. Um, you know, I pick up indie books when you tell me what they are because it's honestly, it's I'm being serious. Like it's hard to navigate the space anymore because there's so much. It's 
it's I liken it to when I reach out to Mikey B, who does the baseball and football cards. Like, there's so much product out there, I don't have any idea where to start, so I just stay right. in the thing I understand. I'm like, I understand Wolverine. Okay, do yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, right. You know, and when you're like, oh. no, you should check out this thing, I will go check that thing out. But when I go into a store, it's like, I don't even... It's so hard to navigate the amount of content that's coming out of a thing that I think most people thought was dead. It's pretty profound. And then, you know, so that's that's one part. Like what is your what is your consumption and and how do you how do you navigate that that indie scene to figure out where the gems are? And then the follow-up to that is you know, for for comic stores, what do you what does this look like when this is over? Man, uh, I mean so first, as far as consumption goes, I I rely on my local comic shop. Like I'm, you know, it's funny. Me and me and AB we're in Tardies every week. Yeah. Like, so we're, we're so you go into Tardies and he kind of directs. Is that that how that works? Yeah. Oh no! Like you know, yeah. Gavin, Gavin, Indiana at Tardies will recommend stuff constantly. Or like if you're in there with other people and like they hear you asking what's good, they'll recommend stuff. Like I love the old school comic shop. I love the feel. I love the yeah. vibe. I mean, Vault of, Vault of Midnight Downtown has a great vibe to it too. Like. And, um, oh gosh, why am I blanking on the great spot out in Rockford with Don and his family? Comic signal. signal, Yeah. Yeah. Like there are great shops in West Michigan. Like we are, we are very hashtag blessed, you know? Yeah. Well, and and they each, each of them have an interesting story. What I, I mean, what I love about Don's story is like, you're essentially buying his collection, right? Like he's slowly just selling off all of his own stuff. I mean, outside of the new books that are coming in, all that other stuff, like, that dude owns. And I think that's just such a cool story. Yeah, no. And then when you talk about tardies, it's been here for what? Oh, 40 my years. A, 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 right. Like, yeah. Like you can smell the history when you walk into that place. And it is like the haven for plastic crack. Like Motu Joe lives there half the time. Yeah. You know, and then you talk about vault. It's this like it's it's you know what vault is vaults, the welcome center. Right. Like if, if I were to say, hey, you're brand new to comics check out vault of midnight first. Like it's, it's not as well, and, and overwhelming. It's, and, it's not know. as overwhelming. And the other thing I would say is like, it's um, even though comics is kind of, I would say this, and, and I would love your take on this. I, I love that they're the welcome center because I think as people, that's kind of how they're wired is like, we'll start a comic one Oh one and see where you're at. And then we'll, we'll yeah. ex- accelerate yep. if you're right. Um, but it also feels like it's sort of a Ponzi scheme to get you into board games. Like it feels like all the comics are just to get you to buy board games instead. Like <laughs> what I'd much rather you do is play tabletop games. So go over here and do that. Yeah, the tabletop gaming world, man. It's that's that's beyond my realm. I like I played Magic the Gathering a long time ago and liked that, and and I thought that was fun. And I've done some of the card game stuff, but. Um, I, I leave the hardcore tabletop stuff to the other half of my Court of Nerds crew. That is their that is their world. Um, I will say that Vault is very much set up so that when parents come in to look at books, kids will have something to look at as well. For sure. It, it yep. is well designed that way. And I will say Tardis has the same thing with their, their – I, I don't know if you've gotten drawn into it. The case of open toys in the front. Yes. Yep. I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm like uh, that is – that is my totally my kryptonite. If I go into a comic shop that has open toys, if I go into a you know used store of any sort that has a weird case, so in Bay City, Michigan, and I'm I'm pretty sure 
I've probably text, texted Motu Joe hundreds of photos. There is a like thrift store that's right along the water in Bay City that consistently has like the craziest open He-Man toys I've ever like stuff that I hadn't seen in 40 years. They just have just like lying, like lying on the floor. Right. And you're, I'm always like, Hey dude, do I need to buy this for you? Hey man, what about this thing? Hey dude, do you need this? So I'm an absolute, like I'm an absolute sucker for, if you've got open toys, I, I will be there for three weeks just staring at that case going, do I need that snake eyes? I feel like I need that snake eyes. I feel I like that, I do. Yeah. So my uh, so Isaac has uh, been collecting Spider Man figures, and that's been his big thing. And I loved because like I was curious what he was doing, like what his plan was. And I went down to his room one weekend, like after he left, to kind of clean up because you know, he's he's twelve. Right. Clean up after him. Um, and he had this whole cinematic scene built on his work desk with all of his Spider Man figures, and it was like fully played out with his venoms and i was like okay all right this is what's up That's we've funny. got a vision here <laughs> and and it's cool because now you know whenever we go into tardies gavin immediately knows like oh there's my spider-man mark and he's like hey isaac you check the case i got some new stuff in there <laughs> That's. i awesome. just look at him i shake my head i'm like dude what what are you doing i i what are you doing i owe you money already what is this that's hilarious so, that's hilarious um so as far as finding new content man it is very much so like I will buy an issue one of a book just to see if I, if I'm intrigued and then I'll come back if I am. And if not, I'll move on. You know, it's to me, I look at it's, this might be bad, but I look at comic book shops the way I think some people look at casinos where like, yeah, you go to a, you go to a casino and you bring in 20 bucks and like, you know what, if I spend 20 bucks and I have a good time and I don't get any of it back, I'm completely fine with that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You go to a comic shop. I've got 30 bucks to spend. If I spend all of it, I'm okay with that. If I don't find enough books to spend 30 bucks on, I walk out with a little extra money. So what have you, I mean, you've, you've seen, uh, there's 90 different ways to support your local comic shop right now. So uh, we don't need to talk about that because just Google it. You'll find 90 different ways to support the shop that you like. But I yeah, would say- uh, Creators for Comics on Twitter is amazing, by the way. Creators for Comics on Twitter, amazing. Yes. So I would say to you though, um, as people kind of have some extra time to discover some stuff, what's some- What's some must reads that have come out this year that people should check out? Um, they can be oh, anywhere. I mean, it can be DC, it can be Marvel, it can be indie, whatever. Like, but they're they're at home. Maybe they haven't picked up a book in a while because you're because you're seeing. I'm asking this question because I'm seeing this with cards too, where people are going and just getting a box of tops and opening them at home because they haven't done that hobby in a while. And I got free time. I like football. There isn't any cards, yeah. right? Yeah. So I would say the easiest place that I would suggest anyone starts is if you're even vaguely familiar with the world of comic books, start with characters you know, right? Start with a character you know. So if you are a Batman person, right? There are some great Batman books that you can pick up that are oh, there, standalone. There are? I had, no, I had no idea. Are, right. I'm, listen, I'm starting baseline okay. here. Baseline, okay? okay? Like, I'm not going to, we're not, we're not going to jump right into my favorite Constantine arc, okay? okay. That's not where All we're right. going here. Fair right? enough. We'll, we will um, get there, though, I assume? We'll get there? It's very possible. Okay. All right. There's some great stuff. But I, I think the biggest thing to me and the biggest appeal of like Marvel and DC are great, right? Valiant's phenomenal you get tied up in continuity. It's hard to jump into a story 60 years into it, or even with some of these, if they've reset recently, five years into it. Yeah. And and to me, that's the biggest appeal to indie books and, and indie authors. And a lot of the great stuff that I find, um, and, and Eric, I think 
when you introduce people to the world of music, right? When you talk about a band, you talk about like, okay, so Dave Grohl was in Nirvana and now he's the front man for the Foo Fighters. And you're like, okay, so you follow Dave Grohl and see what Dave Grohl is doing. Yep. And it's the, it's the same with comic books, right? So Scott Snyder is a phenomenal author and got a lot of fame for writing a great Batman arc. But I would say if you're someone who loves horror movies, you should pick up Scott Snyder's Witches or American Vampire because they're incredible indie books that aren't tied down in 60 years of continuity written by a master. I mean, Eric, if you're not reading Undiscovered Country, you absolutely should. Be. Okay, I'll check that one out. I'm reading, uh, and- um, uh, I started, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stephen King's son's book, which I- Joe uh, Hill. Joe Hill's stuff, which is, but he's only writing one of them for DC that I um, start with a P and I can't think of it, The Purge or something like that, which is awesome. Yeah, his, his Hill House stuff is yes. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, by the way, guys, if you're uh, if you're listening to this, uh, Joe Hill is also Lock and Key on Netflix. If yes. you have not yep. checked that out yet. Yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal pandemic binge. Phenomenal. Uh, and, and Nosferatu, which was one of his books, is actually also from FX, maybe? Or, FX, yeah. yep, yep, I believe so. So uh, that stuff like that is great. Um, Saga is, of course, like the kind of benchmark when you're telling people about books that aren't from the big two is you talk about Saga. Um, it's the multiple time book of the year winner. It is a gorgeous book, uh, from Brian, I think it's Brian K. Vaughn. And I feel bad that I don't remember that off the top of my head. I was just discussing this book with someone the other day. Um, but saga is a, it's a space epic. It is, it is, uh, star Wars, but without all the stuff that is, um, I'm going to say problematic about star Wars, you know? Uh, I would give it that. I mean, I would call it more a space opera than a space epic, but yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you're talking about like, you, you want to just take a swing on something. And and again, it also helps support your local comic shop is message them on Facebook Mm -hmm. and say, what do you guys recommend if I like, and here's my favorite thing. And and I've always loved doing this with people is like, I absolutely love like, Hey, do you like, cause not everyone likes comic books, but everyone likes TV shows, right? Everyone watches TV. And if they don't watch TV, I don't know that I can work with them. Uh, but you know, so you ask someone their favorite TV show, and I can probably find a comic book that they like that's like that TV show, that has something like that. There's romance, there's comedy, there's weird animal sex. I don't know. Look, there's something for everyone. Okay. Still stuck on Saga, I see, that, which is great. Yeah, uh, stuck on Saga. Yes. I don't know where to, I don't have no idea where to go after weird animal sex, but we'll try. We'll try and I apologize uh, for throwing you off like that. Try man. and pull something no. back. What do you? What else? Are you, what are you guys watching? I mean, because you just you keyed in on on Netflix. What are you guys binging right now? So we're doing a lot of um, like as a as a family, we're doing a lot of documentaries. We have been big on documentaries when we're doing like family movie nights because um, Isaac has really liked learning about like ancient cities and lost treasures and stuff like that. So that's been really fun for us as a family. Me personally, man, I, I think like, I, you know, we touched on comic books. I love a, a long saga. I love an epic. I love a story that's going to be told in multiple parts. Uh, I made a terrible choice and got into the Gundam universe of anime, which is not something I had done before. I noticed your Twitter from today and went, oh, OK, I know where we're going. I got it. Mm, yeah, no, listen, Gundam is one of those weird things that's existed since the 80s and has been around in so many different forms that it, it's kind of one of those it's open to interpretation, but at the same time, every single Gundam series is about one thing and one thing only at the end of it. And that's that war is bad and everyone should stop having wars. Even if you have really cool robot suits, 
stop fighting with them. Yes. You know, I, um, and then they fight with them for like five seasons. Yeah, I, um, I, I never quite made it to. I stopped at uh, the corner of Gundam and Robotech, and just sort of, I, I, st- I stayed on the Robotech street, and I never really kind of cro- crossed over. Although, you know, I, I, I like a lot more anime as I got older because when I was younger, just a lot of it just didn't really connect with me, and I've liked a lot of it as I've gotten older. Um, and I especially, I know you were talking today on Twitter, like. Samurai Champloo, which isn't really anime, though, I mean, is probably, like you, one of my all-time favorite things that's ever been animated, ever. Oh, gosh. That uh, Cowboy Bebop, I mean, those two are just unbelievable. And, and it's odd that, like, when I talk about this, though, I feel like I need to bring up, like, one some of the, like, odd new classics. Because, like, if I don't say how much I, like, I love Cowboy Bebop, I love Samurai Champloo, you know, I, I love, uh, you know, Full Metal Alchemist and all that stuff. But what really got me into anime, like a lot of young American kids, it, it, sure, yeah, I saw some of the stuff on Toonami, but it wasn't easily accessible. Like, right. you know, yep. Gundam Wing is weird as crap, man. I tried to rewatch that, and I can't even do that one. Yeah. You know, very angsty. But like Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon series, is incredible. Yep, like, for sure. The storytelling from start to finish, the fact that they didn't get caught up in the uh, traditional American animated series of well, let's just keep going. They were like, no, 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 this is the story. It's over now. And I loved that. Like, doesn't matter how popular it was. Didn't matter that they could have gone on for years more. They were like, no, this is the story. Now it's over. Yeah. Which and, is awesome. Yeah. And, and I think that that is a very big hallmark of some of like the best non like shonen animes, you know, cause like I love the shonen jump stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Naruto bleach one piece. It's all fun. Right. But you're not really taking a whole ton of substance out of it. Yep, right. Can I tell you the weirdest thing that I took a ton of substance out of? I can hardly wait. I know, I know. You're very excited, I can tell. Uh, it's. I think it's still on Hulu. Assassination Classroom. Okay. Okay. Uh, a creature destroys half of the moon and threatens to destroy the Earth if this class of middle schoolers can't find a way to kill him within a year. Okay. You have my attention. Um, and and it, it is about, uh, honestly, it's about the class systems within Japanese education. It's about how there is a place for everyone in the world, even kids whose tendency is to be looked down on and thought of as weirdos. And the, the class of middle schoolers that has to kill him is the, class of rejects of course of course yes of course and uh it's it's two seasons it's a tight two seasons and it's got a ton of violence and fun and it's not the it's not the over the top attack on titan violence you know where you're like a little uncomfortable if your kids walk in the room while you're watching it it's like oh okay he's got he's got tentacles and his tentacles explode okay that's weird but it's not gross right Right. You no. know, uh, I was talking about this yesterday. You know what I, I think is awful? Um, is that? Is the second season of Altered Carbon. Have you tried to suffer through that? Oh, no. I, no, no. Did you do the I first one? It. I did. I liked the first one. Uh, yeah, so the second, the one, one, the second one is... Um, I didn't know I didn't like Anthony Mackie until I saw the second season of Altered Carbon, and I'm like, this whole thing is awful. Everything about this is awful. Um Oh no! And I'm like, I I thought I liked Anthony Mackie, but this is this is very bad. I made it three ep. I, well, I made it two episodes, and a buddy of mine was like, "No, man, you got to do one more, and then you can quit." I'm like, "Okay, fine." That's fine. Yeah, 
You know, I had that conversation with someone on Twitter the other day. How many episodes do you give a television show before you're like, mm, I'm out? Uh, I do the the Del Toro is uh, 20 minutes of any movie, two episodes of any show, 20 pages of any book, and then I'm out. Nice. That's what okay. you got. I use. I usually will give a show three episodes, but yeah, a movie if I'm not in by 20 minutes, I'm I'm usually out. I'll usually have bailed by. Have that. you watched? Um, I I know that this. Is probably more your future wife's jam, but have you watched Platform on Netflix yet? Uh no, I have not actually. Um, it's it's sorry, it's the platform, but um, it's a very uh, if you're into that class system stuff, it's a very interesting. I mean, there's no monster in it, so it's not like Freddy or Jason horror. It's more a you know, <laughs> um, yeah. But it's it's really cool, and it's shot very very. I just. It's very. It's got its own style and its own aesthetic, and it's just. It's a really cool movie. And so, if she hasn't seen it, you guys, you should suffer through it with her because it's really good. All right, I will. I, I will say I have been suffering through more horror movies lately, uh, partially because of the woman I'm marrying, but also because I think horror has stepped itself up as a genre in the past couple of years. Have, did you uh, Did you watch um, Invisible Man yet? I, we have not done Invisible Man yet. No, I still I still get to sleep through the night right now. I don't have to have that panic attack. Dude, yet. you you um, it's so great. Oh no. It is so great. Oh no. Like I loved us because it was like weird and like messed up. And so what I will say about this is um I wish Can I say this without giving anything away? Um I wish they had kept the tension just a smidge to a smidge longer than they do before they kind of okay. get in a more traditional storyline. Right. Um, yeah, but it, I mean, I was blown away because you know, you and I have joked about this for probably a decade. Like Blumhouse was making garbage a while ago, like straight, yes. straight up garbage. Um, Snuff. and they're making really, I mean, this, this is, I was excited. I mean, whatever whatever we're doing, if we're doing Invisible Man and you know Creature from the Black Lagoon, and we're bringing back drag, I'm like, you can do all of that because this movie was so well done and felt like familiar in the fact that it was much like the black and white version of it, but still brought into the future in a way that didn't make it feel like you were sort of ham fisting your way into 2020 with the Invisible Man, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like abusing the technology just because you have the technology. Yes, it wasn't underwater. Yeah. If you, if, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Yes, which is also out, and you can skip if you, you know. So I will. Yeah. Uh, I did love Onward, by the way. I will say that I did love Onward. I thought it was. I, I thought it was incredible. I am end endlessly impressed with the way in which Pixar can still figure out ways to improve the art form. And I yeah. won't, I mean, I won't spoil the movie, but I will say that there is a, there is a monster in this movie at one point that is made up of something surprising and the way in which they do it. I've never seen anything like it. No, like, I've it never was, seen anything like it. It was so unique and I was so happy watching it because it was just one of those movies that like I for the same reason and I, and I know that like I think people think I'm joking on Twitter about Detective Pikachu and I am not. Oh, I am no, all. I'm not either. Like my the yeah. fact that my son loves Detective Pikachu is my greatest accomplishment as a father. So yeah, oh yeah, no Isaac Isaac rewatches it like almost every time he's here, and I'm thrilled about this. It is onward is the same as Detective Pikachu in that it is 
a whimsical piece of original fiction and and I crave that like my my soul craves that stuff like stories that you actually forget the world for a little bit because yeah. it's yep. not anything I've heard before like I understand people hear Detective Pikachu and they think like it's a Pokemon movie like yep it is but it's so well done and so well made and so fantastical that you can't help but want to get lost for a little bit and, and Onward did that to me like as somebody who's an older brother like you get lost in those moments and you go yeah i mean you know it wasn't exactly like that but yeah right yes right it was not exactly like that but yes all right man i i won't keep you too much longer but i do um i did want to check in see how you're doing see how the future wife is doing and all that stuff but if people want to reach out to you what where do you want them to do that twitter instagram the drew yeah, twitter the, the drew Insta, tiktok Facebook. is there a tiktok yeah. Yeah, I do not have a TikTok, and I will not shout out my fiance's TikTok. I refuse to. Okay. Um, I will shout out her friend Margie's. It's M. Whit Bizzle, who's you know over thirty and on TikTok, but I love her. Careful, uh, be careful, careful I, right I, now. I kid, I kid, I kid. Uh, no, um, I, honestly, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I love interacting with people still during all of this. And uh, if you guys do feel like calling the radio show, that would be cool. Uh, <laughs> please, please call. Please call the radio show. Oh God. <laughs> please call my show. All right, brother. It was great to talk to you for a couple of minutes. I hope you guys are well. Yeah, always good to catch up, man. Love you. Love the fam. Love you too, buddy. See ya. Later.